Hello, and welcome back to Last Journey Podcast. Today, we have a fun episode. I am going to talk to you about the three best and worst investments I have ever made in my seven-figure lash business. So what defines a good business investment? An investment is obviously something that you're going to put your money towards, whether you know it's your profit, whether you're expensing it. You're putting money into your business in hopes that you're going to get some kind of return on that investment or what some like to call you know, an ROI. When it comes to ROI, you can have something that you know, you put money into and it's a short ROI. Like you get it back really quickly. So this could be something like, you know, you're investing in a training and like a PMU training. And all of a sudden now you're going to start taking permanent makeup clients. Boom, you make back that class investment. Those are what we would consider like a fast return. Um, then you have things that you're going to invest in with your business that you might not see, you know, money coming from it right away, but because you are investing your money into a certain something over time, you're going to see a really great return back. Um, so short and fast ROI or you have that long, um, you know, return over time. So the best investments I ever made, most of them, to be completely honest with you, are those long-term, like I'm getting this money back over time. I'm growing my business over time. You really want to think of it as playing the long game. Of course, I have made some really good investments when it comes to you know training for certain services or whatever else that might be. And yeah, I see the money back right away. Um, you could even you know consider hiring a new employee and putting them through training, like that time investment, you're going to get a quick return on that because the employee is then going to start taking appointments on their own. They're going to start making the business money. Those are all great investments. But what of all the things that I invested in have given me my best return on investment um, when it comes to growing my business past seven figures. So when I was thinking of these and I'm I'm like, oh my gosh, I've spent so much money on so many things, but what are the three best things that I can attribute to getting me to the level of where I'm at now? And the first of that was actually investing in an administration or management team. So this started out first for me by, you know, bringing on my first front desk coordinator who turned out to be my front desk manager, who then grew into my business manager, now director of operations. I'm now investing in other employees who are taking on management roles within the company, whether it's, you know, they're managing the spa and new hires and they're bringing the new hires and putting them through their onboarding training, whether it's managing the actual studio. And those managers are now reporting to my director of operations. I you know, overall full transparency, I spend more than your average business owner on management and that back end team. But in return, I have full freedom to, you know, not go into work if I don't want to, not that I look at it like that way because I'm always working, but I'm working more, you know, at fr- from my home or out of my office. I'm not stepping foot into the salons every day. They can truly run without me there. And that is because I've invested in a really strong management team. And, um, so, you know, that to me, when it comes to getting my time back is invaluable. And yes, this built over years of time, But, um, you know, one thing that I do when I'm training people is kind of teach them all of the mistakes that I've made along the way to try to get your return on that a lot quicker. 
Um, I just had a conversation with two sisters that I've been working with um, in their business, and they're very lucky that they work so well together. Um, They have themselves to kind of split up your typical, you know, owner slash management role. And they might not need somebody quite as yet, but somebody who is, you know, still taking appointments every day, working one-on-one with clients and managing their employees and doing all of these things, the best investment you can make tomorrow is hiring a right-hand person to help um, help you to get some of your time back on the tasks that you're unable to or procrastinating to complete. Okay. So, um, Number two for me was investing in a mentor. That was definitely, you know, very pivotal for me. My first few years of business, I did not have anyone helping me. I just kind of went off the fly of my seat and won everything. Um, It was actually somebody who approached me and this was before online mentors were a big thing. This was before, you know, I'm sure people were out there business consulting, but at the time when this person approached me about helping me, I didn't even know this thing existed. We had a meeting and, um, you know, she, she looked over my business numbers and she's like, you know, you have so much potential here. I would love to help you figure out how to structure things internally to take you to the next level. And she was in a completely different industry. She owned a couple of different businesses. She owned like a, a merchandise line, um, for, um, Christian clothing. And she also was a pastor's wife at a church and she had her own fitness studio. And, um, but what she taught me at that time, and I think I had her maybe somewhere between three to five months helping us out. Um, what she really taught me was the importance of having an internal structure when it comes to onboarding your employees, having an employee handbook, having all of those things that is going to take your business and your employees experience to the next level. I brought her on at a time that I had been thinking about opening up a second location. And when I tell you everything just happened for a reason, it did because without learning that internal structure of the business and what that was supposed to look like, I wouldn't have been able to open my second business so efficiently. So I really contribute um, working with that mentor in that time space, one of my best investments. Um, And third, when I think about what really took my business to the next level over the past few years was back in 2020, I moved one of my studios over to a bigger studio, the studio we're at now. So this was my main first business that I opened on my own. Um, We're now in this space that is like way more than double the space that I had before. And when I was going into that space, I knew I didn't want to design things the same way. I had never hired a designer before in my life. I had come across somebody who I thought did a really good job on a friend of mine's studio. And um, I ended up hiring her. And man, it was probably one of the best investments I ever made because between going through that and my rebranding at the same time, going into the new space, it was like, LaBelle like 2.0. It just really elevated everything from my client experience to, um, you know, how my employees felt walking into the studios, how I felt walking into the studio. Like I loved being there. I loved going in there. I was so proud of it every single day to just see, you know, what I had built and what I created. And, and everybody was bought into that vision to take LaBelle to that next level. And that's exactly what we did. Um, that year in particular, um, we had a 62% increase over um, revenue of what we had done before. And I, you know, of course, yes, we did move into a bigger space, um, but I really attribute that to the, you know, the new branding and the the whole 
everything experience in the studio with walking in and seeing those beautiful designs. It's like a client is going to want to spend good money in a place where they feel like it's worth it and they feel like their experience is one of a kind. And I really truly feel that hiring a designer and elevating my space to that level did that for me. At the time, I think that the design for the whole studio um, cost about 6,000. Of course, I had to actually put money into, you know, the wallpaper, hiring the contractors. It did not just cost $6,000, don't get me wrong. But that $6,000 I spent hiring a professional designer at the time, did so much more, brought me so much back, uh, you know, such a high ROI on it that I would do it again in a second. And I did this past year. So I'm really looking forward to seeing um, how this plays out as far as elevating our client experience again, keeping everything fresh, you know, um, all of our clients, everybody these days, they're so concerned with aesthetic and they want to go into a place where, you know, they love taking pictures of the design and everything like that. There's all of these Instagrammable social media moments in the space. And um, I really think that if you're trying to take your business to the next level, it would be worth it um, investing into the aesthetic of the place that you're working out of. Okay, for the fun stuff, all of the stuff I roll my eyes at, I have spent and wasted money on so many things. And if I can help you know what not to do, that is my goal here in this little episode. So number one, I don't know who needs to hear this, but expensing things just for the hell of it is not going to get you anywhere in your business. I had some really bad business advice one of my first years in business by um, an accountant who I no longer have, thank goodness, but I had asked her about making a purchase. It was a very, very silly purchase um, that I'm thinking about. And um, I asked her, you know, what would it look like to invest in this this kind of like whatever. I wouldn't even call it an investment. It was just a silly expense. And she said, you know, if if you don't spend it, you're just going to be taxed on it. So, you know, you have the money there. Like if, if you if you don't spend it, you're just going to end up giving it to Uncle Sam. And I had this idea in my head that I might as well spend my profits and my money on things because if I didn't, then I was going to have to pay it out in taxes. The reality of that is you truly only save about 17 cents on the dollar for every dollar that you expense. So if I'm looking back at all of the years that I just expense things to expense them, that I was, you know, not really paying attention to my my profitability, not paying attention to all of those things, I would have been in such a stronger place now. I mean, I am in a strong place now and I'm very grateful for that, but I would have been um, in a lot different of a place back then had I been saving my money and doing the smart thing with it. And who cares if you have to pay taxes if you you know, if you're expensing on the right things and putting the money where it needs to go to actually grow your business. So we're not even going to call these types of expenses any kind of like a worse investment. It's just like, don't waste your money. That's my best advice. Um, number two, this is a big one. Um, I think that it is not a good investment to blow your money on education that you're not prepared for. So I have done this time and time again. And um, even in the past year alone, I feel like because I've been in this pivot phase, wanting to learn how to be an online coach and wanting to, you know, learn all of these different things, I've spent so much money on online courses or education that I wasn't necessarily prepared to spend the time implementing. That's the best way to put it. So 
my best advice to you is don't hire a mentor unless you know exactly what it is that you need from them. And this is something that it's kind of your job to show up and be like, this is what I need. Don't hire a mentor to help you figure out the pivot that you need to make. You need to hire a mentor that has walked in your shoes, that knows exactly how to get you to the point to where you want to be, but you have to know what that point is. Does that make sense? So, you know, don't hire something like just because you want to get into a new hobby or something, don't spend these thousands of dollars if it's not going to bring you back that return on, return on investment that you're actually looking for. I make sure when I'm vetting my, my mentees that they have a very specific thing that they're trying to solve in the time period that they're hiring me for because I don't want them to feel like they are wasting their money in any type of way. But at the same time, when I show up for, you know, that one-on-one one-on-one meeting, we want to make sure that it's like, okay, I know what this person is trying to achieve. This is what I'm going to show them this session. And it all just kind of happens organically. Like I want to make sure that um, that person is getting exactly what they need out of it. And there's been plenty of times, unfortunately, that I have put money into things that, you know, how many of you have bought courses and you know, you're not actually sitting down and watching every module and implementing what you need to implement. Um, I think that what goes along with that too is knowing how you learn best. And for me, that is not sitting in front of a computer and watching modules. For me, that is just talking with someone one-on-one about very specific things that I need. But I do want you to make sure that before you invest in something like that, or before you invest in your next online course, that you're actually prepared to take the time necessary to implement what you're learning. And don't take too much on at one time because you are not going to be able to give your full attention to the initial thing that you wanted to learn in the first place. Okay. And number three was just, um, spending way too much on things that won't grow the business. So I think I was a little bit too lax when it came to, you know, buying new products for the employees to try, or, you know, maybe the employees were not taking care of things in their room. Like it's like, this person needs a chair here. This person needs this, this person needs a white chair instead of a black chair because it matches the room better. I think I was a bit too, lenient with that at first. And I would spend a lot of money on things, um, trainings. I, I think that one of the things is you really need to know that it is important to invest in training for your employees. But I have found that even investing into that full force, if I'm hiring and paying for an entire trainer, the employees don't take it seriously if it's not something that they're personally invested in themselves. And, um, the way that I have learned to do that now is to have them pay a portion of their education to make sure that they actually want to take it, to make sure that they're actually going to put what they're learning into practice. Because I've had so many times where, you know, I just wanted to be the nice boss and I wanted to be the easygoing boss and just put all of this money into things that truly over time just got thrown away or wasted. So I want you to think about every single thing that you are going to purchase and ask yourself, what is the return on this? If I put money into this, what am I going to get back to it? And have a plan for each and everything that you are purchasing towards. If you want to give yourself a little discretionary budget to spend on things that, you know, might be fun or a new um, permanent makeup machine or whatever else that might be, set aside that money, but don't do it all of the time. I think it's really easy for us in this business to not understand taxes, to not understand profitability. And because the money's there, you think you can just spend it. And that's not the case because you're continually going to, you know, make all of this money and then run yourself back down to zero. And you're not actually moving the business forward with those things. 
So best lesson here, um, be wise with where you put your money. And also the most important thing that you are going to need to take into consideration as a business owner is your time. And um, time truly is money. So if you can invest in anything that is going to get you your time back overall, to me, that is a really healthy investment to make. Okay, I hope that was helpful. If you have any comments, questions, whatever it might may be, um, leave a comment, find me on Instagram and feel free to rate this for me. If you like the episode, I will see you next week. Bye.